Spotify. Hello. Thank you for choosing the Lackadaisical Libricularist Podcast. Without further delay, here is your host, Jordan Maywood. Hello! Welcome to the Liberal Cuba. My name is Jordan Maywood, and I am the Lackadaisical Liberal Cubicalist. Today, within the Liberal Cube, is TV Tuesday. A day in which we discuss, meaning I discuss, and you potentially listen, things television-related. Specifically, or pacifically, if you're an idiot, things that I have watched and thought, hey, this is interesting, why don't I bring this back and talk about it? Specifically those things, not just random TV tidbits. TV tidbits, TV tidbits. Something I like to say at the top of every show is that there will be spoilers. This is your one and probably only spoiler warning. Take heed, please, and spank you. Another thing I like to say is that if you like what you hear, the only payment I ask is a million dollars. No, that is ridiculous. The only payment I ask is perhaps you pass the podcast on to a friend. Perhaps you rate, subscribe, and comment in iTunes because that is what helps others find the podcast expediently. Uh, still, as far as I know, although I haven't checked in uh, a couple of days, still need two more reviews in the Canadian iTunes store. Please, 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 if you are Canadian and listening to this in iTunes, please give a review in the iTunes store because I need a total of five reviews for my sort of average to show up. Otherwise, it looks like I have no ratings. And that's not fun. That's not fun or funny. Uh, I always sort of mention on that note, thank you to uh, our neighbors to the south, although I think last time I said our neighbors to the north, which would be, what, the Russians, I guess? Well, if you're listening to Russia, thank you too, if you've done any ratings and are listening to this, that's very kind of you, duh. But no, thank you to our neighbor to the south. Uh, our American brothers and sisters, because uh, quite a number of you have rated, and they have all been very, very nice. So thank you for that. That, of course, leads us in to our last piece of podcast-related business, which is, of course, today's sponsor, which is Reckless Richter's Gypsy Curse Removal Warehouse. Once again, today's sponsor is coming down to, to Reckless Richter's Gypsy Curse Removal Warehouse. Thank you to them. Uh, today I have two items, and two items only. However, they are so jam-packed that uh, I am going to attempt to fit them in on my drive into work. However, you never know. You never know. This is a topsy-turvy, crazy kind of world we live in, and... Uh, it's safer not to predict the future and just kind of go with the flow. Or flow with the go, if you prefer. Although that is strange. But if it is what you prefer and you are strange, I do like you. And I want to get to know you. So, you can email me to the address provided in the closing credits or tweet at me. I am Jordan, J-O-R-D-A-N. 
underscore Maywood, M-A-Y-W-O-O-D. Love to hear from people out there listening. The dozens of you. Yes, dozens. There is dozens. Item the first is a new edition. It is season three, or perhaps series three. Either is correct. Of An Idiot Abroad. Yes. Back in action, Mr. Carl Pilkington. God damn hilarious. Uh, easy, easy, easy to say. No questions asked, hands down. It is definitely the funniest reality show on TV. Uh, I don't think there's any competition even close that I can think of. And even TV in general, it's definitely in, say, the top three. The Mrs. and I watched a handful of... I've seen every episode. The Mrs. and I watched a handful of ones from the first two seasons. Uh, And now this one we also watched together. And we have decided that the show is too funny. Literally too funny. You will be laughing so hard and long that you will miss jokes because your laughter is drowning them out. So that means it's too funny. Like, tone it down a little bit, guys. Jesus. I need to hear all jokes. If you are unfamiliar with this series, it is from the creator, Mr. Ricky Gervais and Stephen Merchant, two of the funniest dudes out there, let's just say, who basically get this guy, this dude, uh, by the name of Carl Pilkington. Is it Pilkington? Pilkington. Yeah, Pilkington. Yeah. Uh, and send him on, let's just say, send him on adventures around the globe. He is, he is as uh, Ricky Gervais describes him, the biggest uh, whinger that he has ever seen is in his entire life. Uh, a whinger, which I had never heard it until this show, basically kind of a complainer, uh, doesn't want to do things, kind of like, oh, do I have to do that? Mm, okay. One, one of those type people, which is just what you want, the, a person like that traveling around the globe, experiencing new and crazy things, set up by the madman, uh, madmen, even, Ricky Gervais and Stephen Merchant. For example, uh, I just spoke on a hot internet day not too long ago, uh, about Stephen Merchant appearing on Kevin Pollock's chat show, and uh, he was asked, did you ever send uh, Carl on anything where he thought, ooh, maybe that's not such a good idea? And the example was they uh, sent him to the Middle East, and apologies, I don't remember which country, and uh, did a fake kidnapping. <laughs> and Stephen thought, yeah, we did think maybe that was a little too far. What if somebody got hurt? He didn't know it was a fake kidnapping. But, you know, we did it anyways. <laughs> So that's just kind of the shit they throw in this guy, in this man's path. Uh, in this series, series three, he has with him a companion, a traveling companion in the form of Mr. Warwick Davis, who you may know, probably most, if I had to guess, most widely known from the movie Willow, in which he played, you guessed it, Willow. That guy. A, uh, what I believe the politically correct term now is a little person. Because he is a person and little. Huh. It does make sense. I will give the politically correct um, board certification process that that term does make a logical sense. So there's that. Uh, Then underlying those two traveling the world, 
this year they've sort of developed a theme. Well, they have a theme every year. Uh, what was the, f- the first the first season was... Uh, I think the first season was just traveling. Was it not? I, I don't really remember. The second season was bucket list. So things you might put on your bucket list, which is a list of things you would want to do before you kick the a bucket. Yes, that list. Which is also a movie with, I believe, Morgan Freeman and Jack... Nicholson, which is not too bad, if I do recall. So this year, it is traveling the same route, or thereabouts, that Marco Polo took from Venice to China in his sort of famous spice run thing. You know, Marco Polo, that guy. They're, they're taking the same route as he did. These two. Which, you can only imagine, is going to be interesting. Warwick Davis is kind of a perfect companion for him because it's it's very much kind of an uh, odd couple vibe. Vibe. A vibe, even. It's a vibe and a vibe. Because uh, Warwick Davis is like, yeah, let me add it. I want to do this. Whereas Carl Pilkington is sort of your reluctant hero. It's kind of a way you can look at him. They started off in Venice as Marco Polo did because that's where he was from. Huh. Well, there you go. So why don't I just run down a couple of the things that happened to them while in Vegas? Hmm. <laughs> the first thing is sort of a perfect example of how Ricky kind of tortures Carl. Basically, is when you boil it down, he enjoys torturing him. Uh, he sort of sets up their itinerary and yeah, he sets up their itinerary and where they're gonna stay and where they're gonna eat and stuff like that. So, in the first episode, their first night spent in a hotel, uh, Warwick Davis uh, goes into his room. It's nice and uh, roomy, big, if you will. Got a nice big bed. It's moved to some room to kind of move around in there. And then we cut to Carl Pilkington's room, which is this little teeny, pretty much a closet with a a little cot inside it in which he is staying. (laughs) So, I love that sort of uh, juxtaposition, I guess, of giving a little person a big room and a big person a little room. Funny goddamn stuff. They then went to a masked ball, which apparently they did in Marco Polo times in Venice and continue to do to this day where people will put on crazy masks and go to a ball. That was weird. And the people who attended it were what I would consider weirdos. However, uh, nice to experience new things, I suppose. Again, Carl was just not feeling it whatsoever. Uh, Kept wanting to get out of there. Eventually just said, well, this is too weird. Fuck it, I'm out of here. Warwick stayed and apparently had a freaky-deaky time. There's some some strange hijinks going on there. Uh, Next, they tried out a water jet pack. Water jetpack, you may have seen these. If you Google water jetpack, you probably see videos on YouTube, would be my guess. This was Carl's idea. However, uh, immediately regretted picking this as his idea for something fun to do. Just as soon as he got the pack on, he's like, oh god, I've made a horrible mistake. And things uh, basically went awry. He got, I think, and I'm pretty sure, the angriest I have ever seen him on any single episode was this episode during this jetpack. Probably a lot to do with it was the fact that he picked it and sort of brought it upon himself. 
Next, they traveled eastward, always eastward, and spent a night with a bunch of gypsies. The missus really liked this part because, for some reason, gypsies, and I don't know if this is true of all gypsies or these particular ones, they very, very much enjoyed just putting their hands on Warwick. So they'd sort of, they'd walk by them, they'd brush his head, they'd maybe pretend there was a fly on him or give his shoulder a little squeeze, and they're just sort of constantly touching him. Uh, he was a little freaked out by that, which I guess if, uh, a group, a band, if you will, of gypsies was kind of rubbing up against you, you might be a little freaked out. Lastly, they traveled further eastward, spent a uh, some time with a bunch of religious folk. Uh, again, we'll go crazy religious folk. Uh, who would sort of, on top of their typical religious chanting and dancing, would stuff, stick, giant, and sometimes not so giant, sharp things through their cheeks and limbs. You know, typical, uh, typical stuff like that, religious craziness. Lastly, we ended with tying Carl to a bunch of helium balloons, where they tried to, like, have him run and jump really high. It didn't work too well, so they tied Warwick to these balloons, and he was sort of stuck in the air. Uh, this is one part where he kind of kind of felt like maybe he isn't 100% go for everything 100% of the time, because I don't think he had too much fun. Uh, he said he had a fear of heights, which I do as well, so I understand that not being fun for someone with a fear of heights. Uh, that will end it. For that, I have to move on quickly because I spent way, 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 way too much time on that. Let's move on to item the second, which is Conan O'Brien's television show titled Conan, now on TBS, which I believe stands for the Turner Broadcasting System. System? Sure. This is one of the sort of classic examples for me of did not plan on bringing back. However, he had such a friggin' awesome run of amazing guests that I could not resist. Guests such as Olivia Munn. Yes, Miss Munn. Good to see her. I have been a huge, huge, huge fan of Olivia Munn since her days back on Attack of the Show. Was very sad to see her leave that program. And then shortly after, the entire network kind of uh, I don't think went, un went under is the correct way to look at it, but uh, didn't do so well. Did it have something to do with her leaving? I don't know. I am driving currently beside a car from Florida. What? That's weird. When you are in, I guess what you can consider pretty much, kind of, sort of, kind of, sort of, rural Ontario, you don't see too many Florida license plates. How did he even get here? Did he drive all the way from Florida? Why is he here, I always think, when I see stuff like that. Why is he here? Weird. If you're from Florida and know why this guy's here, let me know, and perhaps I'll bring back the best answers. Ha-ha! Audience participation. Mimon spoke of her super violent mother. <laughs> she points out that she believes this is a quote-unquote Asian thing that your mother will beat the bejesus out of you when you do things wrong. Uh, however, it's not 100% sure, and maybe it was just her sort of upbringing. But uh, it turned her into a uh, beautiful, funny, powerful, successful woman. So, uh, no complaints. No complaints. She's on a new show called Newsroom, which I'm very curious about. 
Uh, I know after leaving Attack of the Show, she went over to the Daily Show. I wonder if she's still there. She is one of my favorites just because combination, much like the misses, huh, of super, super beautiful and super, super funny. And uh, that is what I love. Conan also had on Mr. Jeff Garland. Yes, Jeff Garland. Uh, same episode as Olivia Munn. And they sort of, uh, I love it, and this doesn't happen as much as I think it used to when one guest comes on and then will stay for the appearance of the other guest, and then they'll perhaps have some interaction between each other. And this was interaction between Jeff Garland and Olivia Munn, which just I love super, super, super amount because I love both of them. Jeff Garland, who you may know, if you do know, from Curb Your, Curb Your Enthusiasm, probably that's what he's most well known for. Also, I have brought him back a handful of times on a Internet Day episode because he has his own podcast, uh, which is super, super funny, where he basically just goes up on stage with uh, another funny person, usually, and uh, shoots the shit for an hour and change. He talked about how he is anti-pants. That is correct. I said anti Pants. Basically, as soon as he gets home, that's it. Pants are off, walking around in his boxers. Uh, I'm kind of the same way. I usually go the shorts route. Like, winter, summer, doesn't matter. I get home, put on a pair of shorts. Gonna show off my sexy legs, right? Drives the missus crazy. Wild, even. She talked about, uh, and Conan brought this up, and it sort of blew my mind. He got his start. It kind of in show business, doing his, was originally a stand-up, I guess, got his start on the Oprah Winfrey show, so that's friggin' bizarre place to get your stand-up comedy start. Uh, he had on, Conan, that is, Mr. Ben Schwartz, yes! See what I'm talking about? Awesome guest. I talk about Ben Schwartz on this podcast probably more than is healthy, however, just such a huge, huge fan and always throw out the prediction when I mention him that he will be the next big thing. Uh, I'm going to move on because I'm almost out of time and I talk about him all the time anyway, so he had on Howie Mandel. Howie Mandel is uh, super, super funny. I don't know if he is funny as far as, like, doing stand-up, but he is awesome and probably one of the best at just sort of interacting with other people, be it people in the audience, be it, in this case, with Conan, and I uh, just want to give him huge props for that, because he, uh, despite having pretty severe OCD, somehow manages to interact with human beings better than just about everyone, so that's pretty often. awesome. Uh, I'm out of time. I had one more. It was Charlie Day. Um, he's good. So, the end. Let me just leave off with Howie Mandel, uh, a word of advice from him, which is, if it is your wife's birthday, do not... Rent an elephant. Do not rent an elephant. Folks, it is nice to be nice to the nice. Thank you for listening. This has been another edition of the Lackadaisical Libra Cubicle Wrist. We here in the Liberal Cube would love to hear from you. If for any reason you would like to contact us, you can do so via the email address. Mailwood.jordan at gmail.com And now I have a theory.
I've got a theory that it's a demon, a dancing demon. No, something isn't right there. I've got a theory. The best is yet to come, and babe, won't it be fine? You think you've seen the sun, but you ain't seen it shine. Wait till the warm-up's underway. Wait till our lips have met. Wait till you see that sunshine day. You ain't seen nothing yet. The best is yet to come, and babe, won't it be fine? The best is yet to come, come the day you're mine. Live long and prosper.